Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features insights and perspectives from our faculty. Digital retail sales in Asia-Pacific are growing faster than any other region. Asia-Pacific also outperforms the rest of the world in terms of the share of its total retail market transacted online. This phenomenal growth has significant impact on e-commerce vendors and traditional merchants as they adjust their strategies in order to stake their claim in the evolving landscape. Lim Yun Fong is an Associate Professor of Operations Management at the SMU Lee Kong Chien School of Business. His research centres on workforce management as well as omni-channel retailing and distribution, e-commerce, warehousing and fulfilment, inventory management and sustainable urban logistics. In this podcast, Associate Professor Lim discusses the key developments and trends in the retail sector and shares his insights into the challenges and opportunities faced by retailers today. Professor, retail e-commerce sales in Asia-Pacific are at an all-time high, with 2015 sales hitting $877 billion. For the first time, the region is also experiencing the world's largest digital retail market share. What has fueled this tremendous growth? Well, uh, I think this is largely due to the growth in populations uh, in this area of the world. You know, you have a lot of young people in China and India itself, you know, they claim to be the largest uh, country, you know, that has a, a young generation between 20 to about 35 years old uh, in the populations. And because of these uh, new generations of uh, people and they are tech savvy. They know how to use, uh, you know, handphone. They know how to shop online, and as a result, you know, it basically boosts uh, the sales uh, in the e-marketplace, and also partly due to the, you know, the widespread use of uh, internet as well as uh, mobile apps uh, across uh, this region. How is this phenomenon changing the competitive retail landscape in Asia and elsewhere, and how are companies adjusting their strategies in response? Well, there are primarily two uh, groups of companies. So one group is uh, basically the so-called pure e-commerce company like uh, Amazon and uh, Qingdong in China. So what happened is uh, this e-commerce company, they grow significantly over time and they realize that because of this uh, new uh, demand from young generations, uh, they are doing quite well uh, in, in this uh, area. And as a result, uh, the traditional brick-and-mortar store, a lot of brick-and-mortar retailers, they see the threat uh, from uh, losing out uh, in the market. And they try to reinvent themselves, so try to fight against uh, these uh, pure e-commerce companies in the sense that uh, they provide more channels for consumer to shops. For example, they may set up a website uh, for you to order it online and you can also pick up from a store. They can also deliver it to your home. They also develop uh, all different kinds of uh, apps uh, that you can use on a mobile phone while you're traveling you know, on a train, while you're waiting for a bus and so on. So through these uh, multiple channels uh, to grab more sales and uh, more uh, demand, they, they can actually uh, sort of um, increase the sales and then also try to penetrate uh, the e-market uh, place. So as a result, um, a lot of these uh, retail companies, uh, they will need to sort of integrate battle uh, these uh, different type of channels. So how do you uh, integrate your online channel uh, as well as uh, the channel through the mobile apps uh, together with your traditional brick and mortar channels? So that's uh, the transformations that the retailers are, are undergoing now. Is the impact the same for all tiers of retailers? Uh, I think nowadays people still want to buy things online only for those uh, cheaper stuff. Not many people want to buy very expensive stuff online. So I think the middle tier and the mid-levels uh, retailers are the first uh, cohort to adopt this kind of multi-channels, omni-channel strategies. Yeah. 
In your research, you discussed the rise of omni-channel retailing, which has also led to challenges in last-mile delivery. What is last-mile delivery? Can you elaborate? If you buy things online, you know, as a customer, so you don't typically uh, worry about how the goods uh, get delivered to your home. But as an e-commerce company, they will need to, you know, first pick up the items uh, from the warehouse and then, you know, pack the items. Before they send it to you, they have to go through a very complicated routing process to deliver the goods uh, to your home. So this uh, s- uh, last lack of delivery, we call it last mile delivery from the warehouse uh, to your home, is actually very complicated. Uh, it's a very challenging process uh, to the e-commerce company. Imagine uh, Amazon, you know, they are delivering these uh, thousands of parcels uh, to the region every day. So how do they do this last mile delivery uh, efficiently? Uh, it's an uh, interesting and challenging question. And also, you know, uh, if they don't do well, uh, this will be a very uh, costly f- uh, part of their operations. So many of the uh, e-commerce company they don't do well in the sense that don't they, they don't actually make a lot of money because of the high cost uh, that incurred in the last mile delivery. So uh, there are companies and there are cities uh, in the world, for example, Tokyo or Paris. You know, they actually set up a so-called uh, urban consolidation center. They set up a you know a facility uh, near somewhere near the urban area, and they actually you know allow all the e-commerce company to send their goods to this consolidation center so that they can consolidate the goods, the small parcels together, before they send fewer trucks uh, to the city center to do the last mile delivery. So by doing that, you can reduce uh, congestions in, in the city center, and also you know you can deliver the goods uh, in a more uh, consolidated and coordinated way. Are there other challenges that e-commerce companies and retailers face? Uh, I foresee that there are three main challenges uh, for e-commerce as well as uh, retailers that adopt omni-channel strategies. The first challenge is a uh, so-called uh, logistics and inventory management. So imagine, suppose you are a traditional brick and mortar store, and in the past, you know, you just need to do fulfillment for your maybe ten retail outlets uh, from a warehouse. But now you set up a website and you also provide apps uh, to a consumer that can order directly from you and deliver to them directly. Then how do you f- do the fulfillment from from your facility from a warehouse? So many of the company they actually separate that. They have a warehouse that uh, fulfill the traditional brick and mortar store. And they also set up a new warehouse that uh, fulfill the e-commerce uh, consumers. And apparently this is not an optimal way to, you know, to do uh, their operations. So how do you integrate this, uh, the sales uh, for a different channel and do the fulfillment in an integrated and efficient way? It's actually very challenging uh, for the you know, companies that adopt uh, multi-channel sales. The second challenge that I foresee is the quality issues, qualities uh, of the product and services uh, you know, that you buy online. For example, you know, nowadays you can, when you order food online in China, in Beijing, and it turns out that, you know, uh, the food delivery is actually not done by the restaurant staff. It's actually done by a third party. It can be done by any you know, students or retiree because they actually Uberize the, the last mile delivery in the sense that anybody can uh, pick up the jobs uh, from a restaurant and then deliver it to you. So because of that, it creates some uh, quality issues and safety issues of the product. And services, and finally, the third challenge uh, is so-called uh, the trade compliance and uh, custom regulations. So, what happens is, uh, you know, imagine e-commerce company when you send the goods to the customers, you may send thousands of different parcels daily, and then all these parcels might need to cross the borders. So, when they cross the borders, it actually go through a very complicated. Uh, custom procedures. So how do you streamline this procedure and make it more efficient? It's a big challenge for many e-commerce companies. And it turns out that, uh, you know, uh, especially for those uh, online customers, they don't want to wait for too long, you know. They want, when they order it online, they want the goods to be delivered quickly. 
So if the goods are stuck in the custom for a long time, that may become a you know a killing factor for many of these e-commerce companies. So I foresee these are the three main challenges. It seems that logistics and technology have become the key enablers for e-retail. Looking ahead, do you anticipate other key trends to emerge for this sector in the next five to ten years? Certainly, uh, logistics and technology are main, uh, you know, backbone operations uh, for e-commerce companies to to succeed. Because uh, many of these are e-commerce companies, besides setting up website and then you know, setting up a few servers that uh, receive customer orders and promoting sales. Uh, the, ma- the the rest of their operation is mainly doing fulfillment. You know, after customers order the goods, uh, they need to do fulfillment uh, to satisfy the customer demand. So s- they need to have a strong logistic uh, c- uh, functions uh, to support the business. Besides uh, logistic and technologies, I I foresee that there are two major trends uh, that can impact uh, this industry. One is uh, the so-called uh, Uberizations of the last mile delivery. So as I said, nowadays when you buy things online, you know the last mile deliveries uh, cost is actually uh, very high for those e-commerce company. Many of them they don't actually make a lot of money because of this high cost. So one possible uh, solution f- to overcome this challenge could be you know you Uberize the last mile delivery in the sense that you know the e-commerce company can send all their parcels to a consolation point, and then you let those uh, for example people uh, like students you know retiree to pick up the parcel from a consolation point and then do a last mile delivery for an e-commerce company for a small fee. So that way we'll sort of uh, you know, reduce the cost uh, of the last mile delivery for e-commerce company. So this is one uh, trend. The other trend is a so-called augmented reality. So nowadays, uh, for example, if you wear the Google glasses, you realize that you know, they can provide uh, extra information uh, when you stare on certain particular objects. You know, for example, when you, when you walk into a shop, uh, look at any particular items, uh, the Google Glasses uh, can actually provide you with certain uh, informations. For example, you know, uh, which celebrity has used this product, the history of the brands uh, of the products, and also some of the customer review will actually pop out from in the Google Glasses. So this, uh, in some sense, uh, will revolutionize uh, the retail industry in the future. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. 